welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we are talking about rhythms, cycles, change of season, everything that goes into this rhythmic, cyclical nature that is life, that is human, that just is, because it's really important to start to tune into so that you can live a very full and enlivened life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to talk about this because it's been a while since I really um, started thinking about like seasonal cycles. I used to um, just have a lot more, I guess in some of the classes I was taking, it was just more in the forefront, but it's when I remember it, it feels so supportive. It's just kind of like a reminder of like, oh yeah, that's maybe why I'm feeling this way or this sort of um, seasonal living might feel more supportive or in the middle of the day or certain times of the month. So, well, (laughs) so now I'm even going to jump ahead a little bit. We're going to have an astrologer guest um, in the next few episodes or whatever Mm -hmm. it will be here. Um, because when you're saying that and thinking of kind of understanding maybe a why or any of those types of things, it made me think of when I love seeing, oh, there's an astrological thing that's lining up with this and now it all makes sense. And so Mm -hmm. that ties into, well, right now we are in a place of fall, like we're moving into fall and, um, I feel like it's such a great time to even talk about this because Mm -hmm. that's a very poignant season change. Yeah. I was just, I don't know if we were talking about this on the phone or if I was just thinking about it, but yeah, fall is to me the most significant like felt right from summer to fall is just where in our climate, very noticeable fall to winter. It's kind of a little blurred spring to summer, a little blurred, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and also for anybody who's not in the Northern Hemisphere, I'm not sure if we have anybody in the Southern Hemisphere listening yet, <laughs> but you're going to be doing the to the spring, so it will be a little bit different, yeah. but I know right now most of our listeners are all in the Northern yeah. Hemisphere. And even, so. you know, winter to spring has uh, that similar energy, like yeah. more than the spring to summer in our climate. Like it just, you know, you get that feeling in the spring as well, like open up the windows and see a little grass growing yeah start thinking about your garden and just all that I feel like both have that very cleansing Mm -hmm. feeling too Mm -hmm. you know it's almost that that winter preparing for winter let's air out the house let's enjoy these last few moments and you have all of this you know um symbolically you have all of this death that's kind of starting to come in I mean Mm -hmm. winter's more death but it's starting to happen while simultaneously having that harvest and some of that bounty Mm -hmm. and everything. It's just, it's such an interesting time. And I think when we were kind of talking about this as a topic, we were talking about how it can bring up those different emotions too. You can feel Mm -hmm. a little bit like you're grieving Mm -hmm. the loss of the joyous extra fire summer, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's interesting too. I remember learning about just how like, you know, summer is like lots of, you just have the sun energy, right? Mm -hmm. So there's like longer days. And so you can just really kind of burn yourself out if you're not careful. And also why, like part of that's 
it's not okay to burn yourself out, but it's okay to like really energy it up in the summer. Cause you got, it's just how you feel and you got all the sun energy, but that's why it's like so important to like take fall and winter to slow down and rest and chill yeah. out basically. So you can recharge so you can really go for it again as the weather gets warmer and right. just living cyclically. Right. And exactly. it's like that for a reason. Exactly. And I think that, um, especially women, but anybody can get really down on themselves because they, you know, there's almost this expectation of we should be high functioning all the time. And, you know, <laughs> that's not living in harmony with nature. That's not living as the cyclical beings that we are. And that's one of the reasons why this is such an important topic for us to mm-hmm. bring to your awareness, to talk about together. Because, you know, just talking about the seasons, that's one thing. Yes, we're going to go into hibernation. So paying attention to your own, um, you know, creative process. Do you, for me, I often have bursts of creativity where I am preparing things that I'm going to either do in the winter because I know people are, you know, kind of in that more going into themselves so this class will be more supportive of that or whatever but then also what's going to flourish and come out through the spring you know same for the fall I tend to do a lot of classes in the fall because it's just a time when it needs that extra support people coming together doing that Mm -hmm. um and going inside like it's a time to like go inside and do that deep work Exactly. And so just taking that from the season perspective, it is, you know, when we talk about our menstrual cycle, our moon cycle, the same thing is happening. We have this peak outward time, you know, from kind of after maybe even like day three or four of like our period. It starts to be that outward time all the way through our ovulation. And then we already start moving into like being more internal. Mm -hmm. And then especially, you know, preparing for mooning. And then those first few days that are Mm -hmm. more intense, it's very internal. Mm -hmm. So we have this monthly cycle for ourselves too. As women, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a, a natural thing. Yeah. And that's, that's why it's like so fun and great to have a friend like you, Crystal, because like if I'm, if I can, I can be like, oh, I'm in this certain time of my cycle. And like, you totally get it. Like, so I might not be feeling as creative or outgoing. And you're just like, yeah, (laughs) like how great if we all could accept this and like, remember we're human beings, we're not robots. Like we're meant to live cyclically. Like I, like it's, um, it's, we're kind of like almost smiling and laughing, but it's true. It's like, we forgot that we're human animals. Right. And how wonderful if all people and especially women could know like it's okay to feel different every day depending on the time of year where you're at in your cycle what's going on in your life your age you know there's different phases of our lives and cycles of our lives like people talk about like seven-year cycles um oh yeah change but yeah in Chinese um astrology every 10 years is a mm. is kind of like a, a repeat or something you know if you had something really hard <laughs> that took place on such and such a year you can look at decade things after that and seeing mm, other periods of growth mm-hmm. you know on those decades um 
Oh, you said something else that triggered something for me to talk about. Well, and then like think of like astrology, like people talk about your Saturn return and all those different things that go on. And I, I kind of know what they are, but I can't remember on top of my head. I think it's around your thirties is your Saturn return. Yeah. It's around 27. Yeah. So it's like this big moment of reckoning kind of, I think. Saturn is that planet of karmic stuff. And so if you have lessons or things that you haven't fully worked through, but it'll bring big change. It'll bring marriage. It'll bring divorce. It'll bring new careers. It'll bring new housing. It'll bring new locations, you know, just all of that because it is, it's returning back to where it was when you were born. And so it's like a time of reckoning of sorts, you know, what is needing to be readdressed or looked at or any of that stuff, a period of review. And that could be for any of the planets whenever they're, and each one has a different length of time that it orbits. So Mm. yeah, I mean, maybe we should write that down for our guest. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait to hear about all that. Um, But, um, okay. Oh, I need I need to regroup where where, <laughs> where I was well, at with I mean that. oh oh I remember the seasons of life yeah so in Ayurvedic principles we have our seasons of life so when you're a child you're in a kaphic phase of life and so you think of children getting more colds and things like that you know physically 3d world it's yes they're exposed to more germs they're building their immune system and all of that is true and great and then in that kaphic realm there's more water and mucus and all of that stuff too and so that creates Mm. a propensity to have more mucus and colds and things like that And then you go into your adulthood, that's a pitta time. And so it is that action, you're building your career, Mm -hmm. you're parenting, you're doing whatever it is, that's that fiery action time. And then for women, menopausal, for men, it would just be that older age. Um, It could be andropause, I suppose we might as well just throw that in there. Um, That is the vata time of life. And so that's that air time. And so your skin is losing its moisture. You're, so you're getting more wrinkly. You know, you're losing, you're losing that moisture component. Mm. And it is, you know, what's neat about it is you get to counteract some of that by going slower. Because vatas can be like, blah, 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 blah. I'm over here and I'm over here and I'm over here and I'm over here. You know, <laughs> with a different kind of, it's a different kind of go, go, go energy than like a pitta go, go, go energy. Because pitta go, go, go is like that fiery, I've got action, stamina. I think of sports a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where vatas like the, I'm just all over the place. Because <laughs> it's air, it's space, you know, it takes up space. So it goes all over the place. Um, and then you have that with the seasons. So mm-hmm. moving into fall, as we're talking about, we're moving into a vata season because you've got the wind, that air, and it's starting to get cold. And then once you're into winter, then that's more kapha because that's now cold and wet. Mm. So so interesting. I'm just over here listening like, oh, cool. I yeah. like all this. I, Yeah. It's so fun to hear the connections because like to me, it's always just like this deep like like those aha, you're like, oh, it just feels so comforting to me always because it just feels so familiar 
it makes sense. Like I said, it just makes you feel so supported as like a human living in this world and in nature. Like it's just so beautiful that we have these practices and things to support us, but we've just all gotten so far away from it, I think. And I just, you know, I know I'm not just speaking for myself with like the world we live in and the amount of technology. It's like nonstop. Yeah. So there isn't, I mean, I even think of, you know, I think a lot of like farmers and living cyclically and, you know, I grew up in a farming family. My dad's dad farmed, my dad took over the farm, like my great grandpa farmed. And just for one, seeing the way equipment has changed, which has allowed them to do more and even to know, like harvest all night long and now they'll haul sugar beets all night long because they have the technology and the lights and everything. But even the fact like little things like growing up for me, even my dad for the longest time, he never worked on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Nobody worked on a Sunday. Nobody farmed. It didn't matter if it was like going to rain the next day and you had to get the crops off. It just wasn't done. Rest was a real valued thing. And now it's not. And even just to see that in my lifetime change, it's, it's interesting. Like it's, it's kind of sad in a way because it just, I don't know. Well, it makes me think about when you're talking about just knowing this about the seasons and that being supportive, what can we do, Mm -hmm. you know? And one of the things, you know, I'm writing my own little notes here, so I don't forget things. Um, I wrote down was sleep. So sleeping and you talking about that with that need for rest. So Mm -hmm. It makes me think about tuning in. So tuning into your own personal rhythms. What does that look like for you? And we can go into that in a bit about how that could change even throughout the day. But so you can listen to that. So for instance, I even, I do distance energy work and I'll do it at bedtime. And I intentionally look at my cycle when I'm scheduling these because I'm like, oh, that's going to be my moon time. (laughs) I'm going to prioritize my rest. Mm -hmm. That's not a time for me to stay up, you know, Mm -hmm. any later than normal. So, so I will look at my own cycle and see where am I at for how I'm going to schedule that. And for you, everybody listening, what is your own personal rhythm? When do you need more rest? And what does that, what's that like for the winter? You know, I find just observing my kids because my kids are able to sleep whenever they want, basically. So when are they sleeping in more? When are they waking up early more? And watching them when we get into winter Mm -hmm. and seeing how that changes, you know, Mm it's so cool. Mm -hmm. So really listening to ourselves Mm -hmm. and tying in that sleep. Um, do you have anything to add to that before I go on the next? No, I just think like, yeah, it's just interesting. Cause even in the winter, I mean, I think most of us <laughs> in this climate, you get home from work at like five or six and I'm not leaving the house. Like I'm done. Yeah. And in yeah. the summer at that time, you're like just getting going and firing up the yeah. grill and hanging out outside and up, you know, till 10 o'clock and kids are up and everyone's just high energy. But yeah, the thought of being up and doing out of the house till that time in the winter, it's just, but, but then it's almost like we feel bad and like, oh, I shouldn't be so lazy or blah, 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 blah. Um, rather than, like you said, just acknowledging like our own cycles and just it's okay. Well, and it's interesting, <laughs> too, because with school, that makes that time period 
when activities are sometimes too. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, I know in previous years, my one daughter would be at the dance studio till nine o'clock at night, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) and it's like, wow. And it worked, but again, she could sleep in Mm -hmm. the next day and, you know, so it worked for us, Mm -hmm. but everybody else (laughs) I'd feel for who's like pushing their, physical limits. And of course, being younger, it is easier to bounce back and, you know, regulate. And yet at the same time, (laughs) why add extra stress to the system, even while it's developing and able to do it? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) It's cool. Okay. So other things we can do is taking the time to tune into nature. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you mentioned technology and all of the stuff. And of course we have indoor lighting and electricity and all of those things that can pull from that, which I'm super grateful for because I am a totally night person. <laughs> <laughs> um, though I would totally dig sitting in candlelight. I would, <laughs> I would do that. I've done that. Um, but really tuning into nature, spending time in nature is going mm-hmm. to reconnect you to that. Even if that, you know, it's a colder day, taking a brisk walk and just being with it for a minute, breathing that in, putting your feet on the ground, whatever that looks like is going to help you find your own rhythm and tune you into that connection, bring you groundedness and just amplify that connection, which is super supportive Mm -hmm. for just even wanting to listen to yourself and your own rhythm because you feel that connection to nature, which makes so many people feel connected and not alone and grounded and centered, Mm -hmm. which amplifies all of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, all these things are, they're just like basic human needs. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) And then another one that I wrote down is eating so we can eat with the times you know when you think about fall it's so cool how the harvest is bringing us root vegetables Mm -hmm. and things like that that are very grounding and it counteracts the excessive vata it brings us that earthy kapha energy to harmonize that Mm -hmm. and keep us in balance and so again that ties into living in harmony with nature because now you're eating you're not out eating watermelon and cucumbers as much you will probably just at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the fall but as you get closer to winter yeah that changes Mm -hmm. and it's natural like that's probably what people you know we all start craving like stews and warm things and I just I love that that's why I always tell them like yeah start eating that way like yeah just do what it's it's in us you don't even have to think about it just do your instinct pretty much right (laughs) exactly it's gonna be accurate exactly and then that's supporting you and it's moving through those rhythms and you know on a previous episode we talked about preparing for your moon time and that's one of those things too so you have that cycle you have this seasonal cycle you have your own personal monthly cycle and then we even have cycles throughout the day. So um, in Vedic astrology, I am not a guru in that in any way, <laughs> shape or form. So bear with me as I try to explain this a little bit. But there are certain times of the day. I won't even use any of the technical terms. <laughs> there are certain times of the day that are geared towards each person based on their chart that are times for the most production 
times for manifesting, times for rest, times for giving, like donating and that type of stuff too. And so, and that's all within a day, a 24 hour cycle. And so we have these different moments. And as um, we were kind of talking about this call, I was looking up something because I remember recently getting an email from Aviva Ram and she talks about not only our circadian rhythm, but she talks about our ultradian rhythm. And that's throughout the day as well. And it's a series of shorter cycles and they're usually about 90 to 120 minute bursts of productivity and focus followed by 15 or so minutes of rest. And it just makes me think about, that's directly from her email. (laughs) Quote my sources there. (laughs) Um, But that again is something that I feel a lot of more corporate or desk job type places have started to implement, you know, even just being a massage therapist for a couple decades here, I've seen different corporations bring in massage therapists so that their workers can go for a walk and mm-hmm. then they can get a massage and how much that improves focus and production, mm-hmm. you know, so being able to do that for yourself, you think of just being, say, um, let's see, something like a stay at home mom, you know, how much are you doing things in bursts and then giving yourself that rest versus just going the whole time, Mm -hmm. you know? So paying attention to your own daily cycle and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, that's interesting. As you were reading her email, it reminded me of, I was listening to um, a lady talk. I can't remember her name, but sure. Her background was in like Ayurvedic stuff and it, it was such a beautiful podcast and she talked about how the same thing, like do and then rest mm-hmm. and do and then rest. And, and she's, she's a famous, she has like a, I think like kind of like a skincare company rooted in that. And I think she's written a book and she was so beautiful to listen to talk mm-hmm. about it. And it just, that was one of those moments where it really hit me the importance of like just resting a little bit throughout the day. Um, that's something I struggle with at times, even at, even when I'm at work, even though I have like what to me is a great schedule where I get to like see someone and then have a little break. Um, I'm kind of like constantly doing something like the whole time. Like there's for me to remember to like actually just have a little pause and just chill for a little bit is something I'm personally working on at this point. (laughs) Well, and that actually will tie in nicely to another episode we'll do about the Yili practice because that's Mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I, I, I can empathize with that because I am similar where I will have to consciously decide (laughs) that I'm going to sit down and just be. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Especially because you're working and then like, maybe, Oh, I got to like order this birthday cake or make this appointment. And, and I mean, I know so many, um, women that just feel the same way, like making appointments and scheduling stuff is like so overwhelming for them. And that's why it's great to have a supportive partner because I mean, I know we're kind of getting a little off the topic of seasons, but most of the time, like if you talk to your partner, if you're in a partner relationship, like your stressors are totally different. It's almost like me and my husband did this and 
it was like we were kind of almost laughing at what the other person was stressed about because I was like, oh, wow, you don't need to be stressed about that. Like, that's it's kind of funny. And like what I was stressed about, he kind of thought was like, well, I'll take care of that. You don't need it. And it was so nice. And you can even do that with friends, maybe and be like unload a little bit of what's stressing you and feel more supported, you know, and just remind each other like it's okay and not to like downplay like and be like oh that's silly to be stressed about that but just support each other in that way because we all have little things and um yeah right if it's (laughs) something that you can like take off of their plate you know I know for in our relationship it's so easy for me to do certain things like email is one of the things that's coming to me off the top of my Mm -hmm. head I can write out an email Mm -hmm. in two seconds and if Franco's doing it, it's like, I'll check in and it'll be an hour later. (laughs) And he's like, well, I just got like this part. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Okay. And there, you know, I'm not going to take all of those off of his plate because some of that is just really up to him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I can edit it or something. Um, whereas other ones it's like, okay, I'll do that. Like I'll just take that on because I can, I have the capacity and it's stressing you out. Mm -hmm. Even different things in like finances and stuff. We've Mm -hmm. bounced back and forth between one another because of whomever was feeling the most stressed about it Mm -hmm. because it does, it alleviates that. And I know other friends of mine whom I've talked to, Um, (laughs) do my quick little whom, who check in my mind there. (laughs) Um, they've had that in their relationship where these things are just so stressful. And so how, you know, Mm -hmm. can you delegate that to your partner? And, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. (sighs) Sometimes they can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And then. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like kind of still ties back to slick like Lolo because I saw someone the other day and they're like, you know, relationships aren't always 50 50. Sometimes it's 70 30. And I I just felt like that was really a simple thing, but really powerful to remember in any relationship, whether it's like a marriage or a friendship, like taking the pressure off yourself that you always have to be even or there 100 percent. And just I felt that recently knowing going through some hard times, knowing friends going through hard times and like just knowing like you don't always have to hold it all together. And during those times where you can't get of it all. And I've shared this with some patients going through hard times. I'm like, you don't have to like have this like great meditation and prayer practice when you're struggling to just hold on. I said, that's the time where you know, all of the people that love you are doing that for you. We're all holding that space for you, whether you know it or not we're doing our practice and it's supporting you. So you can just fall apart if you need to, or just fall into that support. Mm -hmm. And I think that is another way to live cyclically of knowing like you're not always going to be able to do it and be like, if you're really having a hard time, you might not be able to sit and meditate and have it be this peaceful practice, which will kind of tie into um, one of our next podcasts about the importance of a daily practice and how it supports you. But I think that's just something to remember too when we're talking cycles of life of you're not always going to be the strong one and you're right. not always going to be the weak one. Right. No, that's huge. I'm so glad that came <laughs> up. <laughs> Thank you. That's so amazing. I love your insights so much. I'm so happy you do this with me. Um, <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> so 
Yes. Um, I feel like that comes up a lot when people are looking at relationships and they are going through a hard or somebody's partner is going through a harder time or needing a lot of support. And they're like, but they're not doing their end and reminding them too. well, what are Mm -hmm. you going to think when you're that person, Mm -hmm. when you're struggling because something's happened in your family or you're having a health problem Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know? And you're right. Like that is a a cyclical thing too. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It, it again, it makes us remember we're human again. Like this is a human experience, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just how it is. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think I want to just kind of throw a couple other things out quick before we wrap this all up. So I want to remind everyone that this is how it is for everybody. Like you're cyclical no matter who you are, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no matter what phase of life you're in. I know that's something that comes up a lot when I'm working with women with sexual practice is, you know, oh, well, but I don't have my uterus or my ovaries or I had this or that done. And Mm -hmm. so now I just, or I'm in menopause And that doesn't change. It doesn't change the fact that we still are living in the cyclical way throughout our day, throughout that month, throughout the whole year and all of those seasons. So I just wanted to kind of make sure that that was mentioned too before we. I think that's good because, you know, what that made me think of is like same thing with kind of the culture of just like um, celebrating like youth so much. And it's almost like. Then once you get past that vital fire pit of stage, like no one is honoring that cycle. It's, you know, when it's, it's its own special time and thing. So I'm glad you mentioned that too, because that could probably be a whole another interesting conversation to get into. Yeah, I would love that. Let's add that to our list. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the crone years. Yeah. And how magical they are. Yeah. There's, I've heard people talk about how, um, it's such a sense of freedom because you no longer, um, you know, you're not raising children or you don't even have the, um, you know, chance of becoming pregnant. And so there's just this whole level of freedom and power and like, of just, I don't want to say like a not caring, but just, and you see that a lot of women, they're just kind of like, this is it. I'm here and I'm powerful. And that's why they say, you know, um, people become afraid of women in that phase because they are just powerful. Yeah. They but don't it, give the Fs anymore. Right, That's right. the thing. They they're just like, yeah. they're, they're, they're over caring what people are thinking mm-hmm. is the thing that reclamation of the power. Yeah. yeah okay. We'll, we'll talk about that more. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well thank you thank you for tuning in to all of this and I hope that it inspires you to really start tuning into your own rhythms and your own cyclical nature so that way you can live in harmony with yourself and really honor that and if you're needing permission to go slower in any moment or on any day I'm giving you the permission (laughs) we're here supporting you from afar yeah um And just kind of pay attention to that and do what you need to do to support yourself through 
each of those cycles, whether that's different types of nourishment or more rest or you're fine with less rest during that time or any of that type of stuff, whatever it is that you need and really honor that and yourself. And other than that, I'm just going to give you the reminder that on Instagram we're enlivening musings. So if you have topics, questions, curiosities, you want to tell us your takeaways, I'd love to hear your takeaways because it helps us know what you're claiming for yourself and that's powerful. And yeah. of course, if you want to tune into any of our automated classes on enhanceutv.com, you can check those out. There's my two top favorites right now are my aromatherapy class and my fall in love with you class because that's where it all starts mm-hmm. and you can find me on instagram too as the crystal franco and katie yep i'm at katie bradshaw pt awesome thank you mm-hmm. bye